Welcome to Roadmap to One Million. My name is Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking to make more money, gain your time back, and rapidly grow your visibility so that you can impact way more people with your brilliance, you're in the right place. This podcast is your one-stop shop for turning your online business dreams into a reality. My main goal is to give women entrepreneurs just like you the marketing strategies, guidance, and expert insights you need to hit that million-dollar milestone and beyond. Whether you're a coach, a consultant, or an online brand that wants to make a big impact, Roadmap to One Million gives you the actionable strategies and inspiration you need so that you can implement right away, no fluff, no fuss. So CEO, are you ready to buckle up and celebrate your growth? Be sure to follow the show and let's dive in. Get ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million. Okay. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Roadmap to One Million. My name is Stacey. I am your host, and I am super excited for y'all to be here for another episode of Roadmap to One Million. And this whole kind of last few weeks on the podcast has really been about setting you up for 2024. And today we are talking about building momentum as we're going into this new year and using using our quiz funnels to actually be able to do that. So if you are someone who's been thinking, hey, maybe I need a quiz. I'm not sure. Everybody's talking about quizzes. I have the quiz queen on here that's going to give you all the tea on all things quizzes. So welcome, Ty Goodwin, to the show. How are you? I am so excited to have this conversation, Stacey. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> she has great hair, y'all. Like, let me tell you, the hair is fantastic. Um, <laughs> all right. So before we jump in to start talking about quizzes and lead magazines, all the things, tell us a little bit about your background, your journey um, to where you are today. Well, I started my career off as an actual fifth grade teacher. Like if you would have asked me where would I be 30 plus years ago, I would have never thought I would be doing what I'm doing now. Um, But I went from teacher to corporate trainer um, to, you know, wanting to launch while working and having a side business and then turning that side business into a full time business. And the best thing that I love about what I'm doing now is it's the perfect combination between the teacher and me who loves to create content and loves to educate plus the tech side of what I get to do. So it's like the perfect marriage between those two things. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And so you have a company called That Marketing Team. And so what does that marketing team actually do um, for, for your clients? We focus on lead generation and marketing automation. So a lot of my clients, they are coaches, consultants, healers, those people who they are brilliant at what they do, but their least favorite thing to do is spend time doing a whole bunch of marketing stuff. And so we help them either put systems in place for them or teach them how to put systems in place so that they can do it and and do it with ease and not feel like so overwhelmed with it. And that's part of how we got to do with quizzes because a lot of my clients, they want to generate leads. They need a community of buyers, but they don't know and they don't have a lead magnet that actually works well. And quizzes have been one of the best lead magnets that we've ever used. So if we can either build one for them or show them how to do it, it's a game changer. Yeah, definitely, y'all. My quiz, I took um, Ty's masterclass that was all about quizzes and using, and and what we're talking about, y'all, is client attracting quizzes, right? We are not talking about BuzzFeed, you know, which type of Beyonce are you, right? Like, we are talking about the kinds of quizzes that are actually going to bring you leads and convert into sales, 
And so let's back up a little bit and talk about why is it important still for us, for us um, coaches and consultants to really have a strong lead magnet. I know some people are on the camp of like, oh, do you need a lead magnet? Some people have gotten to that place where they built their business without having a lead magnet, um, like, a, you know, a PDF guide or something like that. So could you talk a little bit about why having that lead magnet is important for people in our industry? Well, yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of people that you're right. They have been using referrals and, you know, and that's great, but it's kind of like Lizzo, right? Referrals are great until they got to be great, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you get on that, that referral roller coaster, revenue roller coaster of somebody gave me a referral this month, so I got a client. Next month, no referrals come through. And then you're like freaking out. And so we don't want to be in that spot where we're always dependent on somebody else to get us business. Like that's a really rough spot to be in. And so what a lead magnet does is it allows you to attract and pull people into your space so that they can start to build a relationship and get to know you. If you get a referral from somebody, it's kind of like a jump start because, hey, so-and-so referred you. Oh, okay. It's cool. It's in, right? But if I don't know you, I kind of got to get to who are you? Like, what do you do? Like, how can you help me? And there's a little bit of a relationship that you've got to build. And that's what a lead magnet allows you to do. It allows you to pull those people in and start building a relationship with them so that at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later, you can actually invite them to work with you, sell whatever you want to call it, solve the problem that they have. And that's what a lead magnet is good for. Yeah, I love that. And I love, you know, I look at lead magnets in a sense that like, we're in an age where our email addresses are our currency, right? Like we know that if I give you my email address, then it is going to, you're going to market to me, right? You're going to send me sales emails. You're going to send me, you know, add me to your newsletter, all kinds of stuff. And so your consumers, your customers, we know that. Um, and because we know that, saying things just like, oh, join my newsletter is not as impactful as giving somebody a, a like, you know, an insight look into who they are, where they're at or giving them some kind of incentive to give you their email address. Because like I said, like we know that it's currency. And I know you're gonna follow up me and send me all the sales messaging, but as the business owner, because we see the value in email and you know how, how big of an ROI email has just in general, um, we have to find ways to incentivize people to get on our email list and not just rely on people saying, hey, join my newsletter because who really wants another newsletter, right? Like it's not like, you know, it's like saying, you know, send me another piece of mail, right? Like I get tons of mail. I do not need any more mail, right? But if you're willing to give me something that is going to help me to get a quick win or overcome a, you know, a small problem that I have or give me a little insight into where I'm at to help me to qualify, you know, what I have going on then I'm willing to give you my email address because I am getting something in return. And so think Absolutely. about, go ahead. I was going to say, no, I mean, the other the other piece of that is, first of all, absolutely to what you said, but here's the other thing, the consumers are getting really savvy right now, mm -hmm. right? And so you for you to just say, I have a product doesn't phase anybody anymore because guess what? 12 other people have a product too. Mm -hmm. So you to just tell me, oh, you know, come to my class because... I don't know you and there's 20 other people saying the same thing, but that lead magnet, if it helps me solve a problem and it gives me a little bit of a taste, I'm more prone to talk to you because you gave me something of value. Right. Right. So, absolutely. Exactly. Giving something of value. I think that that's one of the things. And I think, you know, the unique thing with quizzes, and I would love to hear your take on why quizzes are really a more effective lead magnet than say like a PDF guide or something like that. And I think that with quizzes, the beautiful thing with quizzes is that it helps people to understand where they're at, right? Like I get people who ask me all the time, am I ready for Facebook ads? 
And that is a question I answer on every podcast I go on. It's a question that I get asked all the time whenever I do webinars, whenever I do anything. And so if I can create something that can let people know, yes, no, maybe, <laughs> you know, if they are ready, where they're yeah. out on that scale, that helps to overcome that objection that someone may have and saying like, oh, I'm not ready for Facebook ads. Because most of the time you probably are more ready than you think. You just, there are this other stuff that's coming up that's keeping you from jumping in. So we'd love to hear your take on why um, quizzes are more effective than some of the other traditional lead magnets out there. Well, you know, for a number of reasons, it's interactive and that's where a lot of marketing is going right now. So it's not just me, you know, getting a PDF form. It's you're asking questions about me and what do I love to talk about more than anything else? Me. <laughs> right. So if you're asking these questions about me and it's going to be more personalized, the feedback that I'm going to get, the emails can be more personalized. Um, those are the things that make quizzes so attractive, but uh, that's for the end user, right? People love talking about themselves. You're going to give me some information that's based on me. I'm going to take the quiz. Why entrepreneurs are like diving into this is because, well, two things. Number one, the conversion rate for quizzes as a lead magnet is like freaking incredible. So on average, like a PDF download, you're going to see a conversion rate of about 15 to 20 percent, 20% if it's a really good lead magnet. Quizzes, you're going to see anywhere from 30 to 40 percent conversion rate. We actually had one of our e-commerce clients. Um, her quiz was converting at about 40 to 50 percent. We had another client who does video marketing. Her quiz converts at about 60 to 70 percent. So imagine every 100 people that come to her website and take that quiz, 60 of them are giving her email or giving them an email address and opting in. And you don't see that in traditional lead magnets. Are you a CEO with an amazing one-to-many offer who's tired of creating endless amounts of content that is not helping you hit your high revenue goals? Well, look no further than Maximize with Ads. Maximize with Ads is designed to help you exponentially increase your sales, rapidly grow your visibility, and gain your time back by leveraging the power of Facebook and Instagram ads. From developing a, a scalable Facebook ad strategy, to setting up your tech, to targeting the right audiences, and creating irresistible ads, we've got you covered. Plus, our private support community is always available to answer your questions and provide personalized feedback. If you're ready to stop spending all your valuable CEO time creating endless amounts of content and start executing a leveraged strategy that allows you to travel the world, pay for private school, or start living the life you started your business to live in the first place, then head over to MaximizeWithAds.com to enroll. Visit MaximizeWithAds.com to learn more and get started today. All right, let's jump back into the episode. Yeah, that's such a great point, right? Because if we're thinking about how, you know, marketing, you know, comes down to numbers, you know, in a lot of senses. And I, this is one of the things I loved about your um, masterclass is that you took us through an exercise. So we knew like, how much traffic do I need to actually get in order for me to make the desired number of sales that I want? And I think that that's something that a lot of um, coaches and service providers, we kind of miss that, right? We think like, hey, I'm just, you know, creating, 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 but you don't realize that like, there is a certain number of people that will never buy anything from you. And then there's a certain number of people who are like, hey, maybe I'm not ready. I want to be on your email list so that way I can, you know, warm me up a little bit. And there's a very, very small percentage of people that are actually ready to buy right now. And so when you have these types of lead magnets, it helps you to be able to get more of those people to reach the end result, right? More. So when you're making more offers, then you're making more sales. <laughs> and it just boils down to Yeah, so it's, it's so funny. People really think that, 
you know, they're going to see one Facebook post and they're going to buy my stuff, right? Mm -hmm. gonna, you know, see one amazing reel that I made and everybody's going to buy my stuff. And it just does not happen that way. And we like in marketing to dating all the time. So it's like, and I say, and I, I got to put my, my, get on my soapbox because I say this every time I say it. Most people don't get married on the first date. Mm -hmm. Unless... <laughs> Unless you're Morris Chestnut or Jason Momoa, because if you guys <laughs> show up, I'm going to come with the dress and the ring. No questions asked. But everybody else, no, we're not getting married on a first date, right? We have to, you know, woo me. We got to talk. I got to get to know you. You know, I got to see you in a couple of, around a couple of rotations of the sun, right? Like what's going on in your life? Mm -hmm. um, and, and our clients um, are like the same way. Like they're not going to buy the first time they see our content. And so how do you continue the conversation? And that's why email marketing is so huge. Like people think email marketing is dead. Email marketing is still the number one way that businesses get new clients and make money from their existing client base. And one of my favorite numbers, the ROI of email marketing, return on investment. For every $1 you spend, you can expect about $42 back from email marketing and people miss that all the time. They think it's dead and it's not. It's better than social media, Facebook, TikTok, don't matter. Email marketing ROI is much better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely would agree with that because, you know, we we really like to think like, you know, that everybody is remembering what we're saying all the time where we think that everybody sees our social posts and that's just not what happens. Like you may post, you know, I saw someone, she had posted a thing saying like, oh, I posted, you know, 16 reels today to kind of let it test the algorithm. It's like, was asking people how many people saw it. And I'm like, I didn't see any of them, right? Like, <laughs> so it's not about, so, you know, and there are people that, some people said they saw it. Some people they said, um, said they didn't. And I thought it was just such a great illustration of how we really think that, you know, the only person that sees all of your posts is you, right? Like, or your assistant, right? Like we are the only people that see all of our posts. And so while we may think that we are telling a comprehensive story with social, there are a lot of little pieces that are missing because social only gives you a glimpse into what someone's talking about or a glimpse into a concept. But with email, you can really paint a full picture. You can take people on a journey. And no, everybody's not going to open every one of your emails, but right. it has a far better, far more better ROI. It has a more, a more likely for someone to actually see it. And at least you know that that person received it for the most part, right? If we're taking spam out the, out the way. But at least you know that person actually who opted in received it whether they opened it or not you know we can't control whether people read things or not but at least they received it um so tell me a little bit about some if we're you know thinking about are there any particular businesses that quizzes don't work for or like can you give us some examples of some different um industries that quizzes work really really well for Okay, like, you know, that's a that's a good question. I mean, we've done quizzes for so many different types of businesses. So one of my favorite quizzes was for a gynecologist. <laughs> and it was called Where Did My O Go? Because she was working with women in their libido, right? So ladies were talking about that O. Um, and it was to help them figure out if it was, a, you know, was it a dietary issue? Is it a stress issue? Is it a medication issue? Just by answering some questions. Um, we've done quizzes. We did a quiz for a lawyer. She was a um, she was a lawyer and she coached other lawyers how to build $7 million, like seven-figure firms, right? And so we had created a quiz for her to generate more leads. Um, we had a quiz for a real estate investor. It was called the OPM quiz. How to use other people's money to fund your next revenue, to fund your next um, real estate deal. Um, and so, you know, again, we did it for e-commerce brands. My very first business for an eyelash brand. 
And, you know, that that's how I knew that this was going to be successful. Now, I built the quiz for myself first, and that's how I generated a whole bunch of leads in a short amount of time. And when I finally did it for a client, it convinced me even more. Um, she had an eyelash company. And I still have the pictures of the screenshots of the emails. It was all about what type of lashes right for you. And the emails that we sent out after the quiz generated about $23,000 in sales in two weeks. And we're not wow. talking about like $5,000 offers. We're talking about like $87, $70 eyelashes, right? But it was because people would take the quiz. Oh, I need this kind of lash. And they would go right and they would buy her eyelashes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that because it really illustrates how one, people want to learn. People want to know what to buy, right? Like people want you to tell them either what is the right offer for me? What is the right product for me? What is the right next step for me? Um, and so if we can position ourselves as the business owner to be that trusted source for them to be able to give them the information or a little bit of clarity about where they're at, you know, quizzes are just such a great way to be able to do that. So when we think about building quizzes, are there any, what are some common mistakes that you see? Because I think that we've convinced people that they need a quiz by now, but like, let's talk about before we start building, what are some common mistakes that you see that we can avoid? You know, one of the biggest mistakes I see is people just build a quiz. <laughs> yeah. And like, no, it's a conversation. It's a funnel. So it's not just here, take my quiz. And then you never talk to people again. It's like ghosting. You know, like let's say you, you met somebody on an app and it was all great. And then as soon as you gave them your phone number, they stopped talking to you. Like that's what people do when they just build a quiz. They have no email follow up. So that's one of the big mistakes. Um, a lot of times I see people use the wrong tool. They're using like a survey. Right. And a survey and a quiz are two completely different things. Surveys, I'm telling you information about me that I already know, right? Like, I already know how many kids I have, how many husbands I have, right? Like, I know that information. So people say, oh, take my survey and I'll give you the information back. You run, give me what I just told you. Like, I don't care, right? And that's what a survey is. But a quiz is going to give me some additional insight that I didn't know before. Um, another thing that people do, especially when it comes to building, is they start with the questions first. And they usually do that because they think of it like a survey. And then I know all the questions I'm going to ask. You don't even know what your quiz is going to be about. How do you know what the questions are? Because I want to know X, Y, Z. It's not all about what you want to know. you got to give people value. And so when you start with the questions first, that's why people have such a hard time having like really good outcomes. When people take our quizzes, one of the things I hear all the time, Stacey, is, this was so spot on. Oh, my gosh, this really resonated with me. Yeah, because we've got a process that doesn't start with the questions. It starts with outcomes that we teach people how to build. Yeah, yeah. And that, I think that that was one of the things that when I took your class that stuck out because, you know, naturally we're thinking like, oh, let me just, you know, create some questions and then I'll think about some outcomes later. But it really kind of reverses your mindset and thinking like, what is the possible result that someone could have who would take this quiz, right? Like, you know, mm -hmm. in creating the quiz, there's a lot more strategy that goes into it than I think people realize. Mm -hmm. And especially like if maybe if you created a quiz before and it's not effective, or if you are really kind of, you know, wanting to create a quiz that actually is a client attracting quiz and not something where people just jump on your list because they want to win an iPhone or something like that. Like, it really, there really is a strategy behind this. So can you, I know you have a framework for how you walk people through creating quizzes. So can you tell us just, you know, really some of the key components of a client attracting or effective, I should say, an effective client attracting quiz? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things it's got to solve, it's got to answer a question that people want to know, mm-hmm. right? And then the question that you're asking has to be aligned with what you do. Um, there was a, a person, she sold lotion. And she got, she created this quiz. And her quiz was called, what, what African goddess are you? And she was, she was confused and she was mad because people were taking her quiz, but they weren't buying her lotion. I'm like, well, you're asking me what African goddess I am. Why would you ever think that means I want to buy lotion from you? Like, those are two, like, it might feel fun. And she had made up these things, say, well, if you know, if you're ISIS and you're this, then you're going to buy this. No, there is nothing that says ISIS is going to use cocoa butter over using shea butter. Like, that's just totally made up. Right. And so it wasn't realistic. It wasn't something that was aligned. And she was excited about it, but nobody was buying. So there wasn't alignment between like what she was selling and what the quiz question was. Right. You have to make sure those things align. Um, The other thing is you got to really make sure that you're aligning your content and your outcomes to something that's going to help people. You know, like you mentioned before, like the BuzzFeed quizzes, like we're not, you know, what Disney princess are you and, you know, what kind of, you know, Atlanta housewife character are you like? No, let's take a step back. How is that information going to benefit them? How is it going to help me? Now, there are some quizzes you can make and you can have a little bit of fun with it, right? We incorporate a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, when you're trying to get people to buy and not just get people to buzz, you actually have to make sure that your content has value to them. So what are you giving them? Are you giving them a free report? That's one of the packages that we offer. Like we'll help you create these reports that people get, right? So that when you take the quiz, you're not just going to get a thanks for taking the quiz, buy my stuff. No, let me walk you through because a bigger, a big piece of this is education. You know, if you're using a quiz to generate leads and part of your marketing strategy is that you've got to spend time educating people about what your solution is and how it works, you're going to need to have some really good content and a really good strong email series in order to guide people from, the, from you know, being interested to give you their email address to where they're in and they're going to be invested in working with you. Yeah. Yeah. Those are definitely spot on, really kind of great um, summary of what you actually need, right? Because again, like you said, like we don't want a quiz that's just going to fill our email list because then people are going to grow their email list and they're just like, oh, well, nobody's buying from me. It's like, well, yeah, like I, you know, I really don't, you know, didn't need that question answered. I just was curious, right? Like I've taken the Disney <laughs> just because I was curious, right? Not because I really actually wanted to buy anything or because I had some time and I just wanted to fill some time, right? But when, as business owners, we really have to put ourselves in the seat of what is that question that my clients need answered before mm-hmm. they can move forward to work with me? What is it that they need to know about themselves before yeah. they actually move forward to working with me? And I think that you know, your methodology and the way you walk people through it is just such a great um, framework because it tells you like, hey, like, yes, I do want to know what people are, you know, I want to know about my clients, but more importantly, my clients need to know something about themselves before they're actually going to buy from me. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, because now that we have our, like, you know, we, we've talked about some key elements of a quiz. Let's talk about traffic because I love that, you know, when you talk about quizzes it's not just about saying like okay i have a quiz i'm going to put it on my website and i'm never going to you know use it ever again right i'm just going to let people trickle into it um what are some effective strategies that you see that are most that are um, most effective 
for driving leads to this quiz. And more so like, you know, like quality leads. Cause I know that a lot of us are like, you know, we want, we, we can get leads, but we want those quality targeted specific leads that we know are going to turn into customers. So what are some effective strategies that you find or that you, your clients have found um, in growing the leads that they can get with the quiz? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. And, and a quiz is a lead magnet at the end of the day. And whether it's a quiz or not, you know, Stacey, I've seen people create amazing lead magnets and just leave them sitting there. And then they're wondering why they're not getting any leads. Well, you didn't show it to anybody. Nobody saw it. You know, well, I got 500 people following me on Facebook. So that means two people saw it. <laughs> Right. Like when you take a look at the numbers. Um, so you've got to have a traffic strategy. And we always talk about three buckets that traffic falls into, um, you know, organic, you know, traffic. And I want to be really clear that organic does not just mean you posting on social media when you feel like it. Right. Organic is about SEO. Um, you know, organic is about backlinks and about there's all different things that you want to do for organic outreach that's beyond just social media. And and let me be clear, too. It's not just Facebook. There's so many other platforms out there. Like we've got a client that she just came through one of our boot camps and she built her quiz in a weekend. And her quiz is about like black artists, like what kind of black art, what kind of black art collector are you? And like we're talking about her traffic strategy, like so you got stuff going out on Pinterest, right? And you're looking at Pinterest ads, right? Why? Because people that are visual and buying art, they're looking for the visuals there more than they're probably looking for it on Facebook, right? So you got to expand it, you know, for for that. But that's the paid traffic, right? That's the other side of it. Right? Paid traffic is one of the other places. Um, but then the third thing that we talk about when driving traffic is all about the leverage traffic. And one of my favorite ways to leverage traffic is with podcasts. Right. And people underestimate the power of podcasts, but podcasts are the average income of podcast people is like two hundred thousand dollars on average. They listen to about seven podcasts a week. Right. And so there's a real strong market there. So one of our strategies is has been for us to get on podcasts every month and talk about what we do. This year we've been about on 60 podcasts. Right. But that's what we do. And that's leveraging other people's audience because all you got to do is show up and be an expert. All you got to do is show up and have a conversation and it's going to get you in front of more audiences. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So those three things, y'all. So they're organic marketing. So and outside of just Facebook, right? Yes, we want to post this on Facebook. Yes, you want to add this to your link in bio, but you definitely want to make sure that you are creating content that drives people to this quiz. And you're diversifying your efforts. So you're making sure you're leveraging Pinterest and, you know, SEO. And what some things that I think are effective is like if you have blog posts, like if you're blogging, add mm-hmm. your quiz in there as a lead bank, right? Like, you know, maybe someone wants to go deeper. Maybe you talk about something, you know, that surrounds your quiz and then that drives people to that next step. And so we always have to make sure that we are driving people to the next step. We're not just giving people information and expecting them to know what to do next. So yeah. be very active with it. So that's organic marketing. There's so many different things that you can do there. Paid ads. Y'all know I love Facebook ads. I talk about Facebook ads all the time. I've actually run Pinterest ads before as well. It was a big part of what I was doing when I was working at Zappos. Um, but, you know, Pinterest ads are really, really good because Pinterest is a, is a search engine, right? Like it is just another search engine. And people are going there for more visual kinds of things. I go on Pinterest to look for, you know, business kinds of stuff as well, in addition to looking for personal things. Um, so putting your, so having, you know, Pinterest be, you know, Pinterest advertising be a, a place to go. But I really do see Facebook ads also being very effective when it comes to quizzes. Because I had a client who um, she was in the financial services space. She has a course. 
and we were using a quiz to really kind of drive people to different places. Um, well, just kind of give them the, the like, you know, let them know what their kind of client archetype or something was. And that would then, you know, based on their outcome, we would drive them to the, to the course or we would drive them to one-on-one consults or different kinds of ways that you can do it. But we were running Facebook ads to it and we were getting very, very, very low cost per lead. I think it was like a dollar and 50 cent cost per lead is what right. we were getting. We were running them to running Facebook ads to a quiz. And so Facebook ads, y'all, is definitely a great place that you want to make sure that if you're seeing success on Facebook and Instagram, and y'all know I've talked about Facebook ads a lot, so go back and listen to the episodes if you need to know if you're ready and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but Facebook ads are definitely a great place for you to see um, for you to elevate your quiz. And then that last piece that she said was leveraged audiences. So when you're going and speaking in different places, when you're going on podcasts, when you're going on guest summits, all that kind of stuff. And I do a lot of speaking. And so I'm excited to have my quiz actually done. So I can send it to people and it's called what's missing in your marketing. And so the reason I created this quiz when I took, I took um, Ty's class um, and she really kind of helped me to think about like, what do my clients need to understand? And a lot of y'all need to understand that like, if you're doing a lot of marketing, you're doing the things you're showing up, but you're not getting as significant of a growth as you want, right? Like maybe you've hit somewhere under six figures or you're around that early six figures and you're starting to really kind of see that your growth is kind of inching along or you're not really growing, you're kind of plateaued. And so this quiz is really going to give you the insight into what's missing so that way you know what to focus on to really kind of propel yourself forward. And so if you want to take that quiz, make sure you go to stacyzeal.co slash quiz and you can take that quiz. But I love all of those different ways to drive traffic. So let's also talk about the data piece of quizzes because i think that's another untapped or like not something that people don't talk about as much because i love data and especially when you pair the the data that you get with facebook ads with the data that you can get from quizzes i think that that's just going to give so many people a leg up if they know what to look for so can you speak a little bit to how we can leverage the what, what kind of data we can get from our quizzes and how we can leverage that to close more clients well, yeah, well, this is this is what separates like the newbies from the mature people when it comes to marketing. Right. Because newbies get excited about the text and the tool. Oh, I got a quiz. I got a quiz. I'm going to get a quiz. I'm like, that's great. But the mature and the real savvy entrepreneurs and marketers that I talk to, they're not as they're not just excited about having a quiz. They're excited about what the information they're going to get from the quiz. Now, so let me paint this picture, too. When you give somebody an opportunity to, to download your PDF. Okay, all you're going to get is an email address. That's all you know. But when you have a quiz and you've asked the right questions, you get way more than just an email address. Now I know a little bit more about you. I've got some demographic information. I've got some behavior based information that I can now use to segment my audience so that I can personalize my messages. And so, you know, for example, like even a demographic question, I'll keep it real simple. One of the demographic questions, you know, if you're asking about like, well, you know, what type for us, what type of business do you have? Right. Or a good one would be like, you know, how many years have you been in business? Right. If I want to work with people who have been in business for over five years, but I'm getting a lot of people coming in that are like zero to one. What does that tell me? Doesn't tell me that my quiz is bad. It tells me that my marketing and my positioning is wrong. Because I'm getting all these people to take it, but they're zero to one. Yes, I don't want those people. So let me go back and change my messaging for who I'm targeting. Let me put it in different places. Right. But I wouldn't be able to figure that out if I didn't ask those questions and get that data. 
right? So we're not just using the data to, you know, make us feel happy, right? Like, oh, I got all the stuff. How are we using it to then personalize our messages? How are we using it to change our um, email strategy? How are we using it to segment our audience? How are we using it to create better offers, right? Mm -hmm. All of those things can be done once you have that data. And if you're in a B2B space, there's even more opportunity because if you've done a really solid job in a B2B space and you've got something like, you know, like one of the things we've got is a marketing automation scorecard. So let's say we've got a thousand people that have taken that. Guess what Ty gets to do at the end of the year? I got a report based on a thousand people in this industry. Here's their top three or four challenges, blah, blah, blah. Guess what Ty can now do? She can now sell that report. She can use that report and leverage it for something else. But data like that is super valuable. And a lot of people overlook that because they get so caught up in, I got a quiz, but that's a very newbie move to do. You want to be able to take that data and then do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like, I love that all of you said, um, because it's so important for us to really understand where people are at when they're coming into our world. So like you're saying, like, if you know that most of your clients are, you know, uh, 250K plus, but you're getting a lot of people who are making less than six figures, that's a great data point for you to say like, hey, like maybe I will create a smaller offer for people who are in that audience, right? Maybe I need to create something that's a light pack, that's a light version of my signature offer for those people because I'm seeing I get a ton of people who are in that space. Mm -hmm. um, or if you're like you're saying, you want to get people who are more who are making more money, then you know you need to elevate your messaging. You know you need to put your quiz in spaces where people who have more or businesses who have a higher revenue are. And I love the last piece that you said about creating reports for people because a lot of these companies do create reports, especially here in the B2B space. It's yeah. like if you know, I know, for example, I believe it's HubSpot, for example, does like, you know, they do all kinds of surveys and, and stuff like that and put out reports and things like that. You know, CRM systems do this, you know, they put out a lot of reports about where people are at. And so it really helps you to contextualize where you're at, you know, where as, as the user, but then it also helps you as the business owner to understand where your people are at when they're coming into your world. And you can feed them different kinds of information because if I see a lot of people are coming into my world and they're not ready for Facebook ads, that means I needed to create some stuff that helps them to get ready, right? Or I needed to start to shift my content a little bit so that I can make sure that I capture people who are ready. And so there is so much to that. And I think that you know, we don't lean on data as heavily as CEOs or like our CEOs who are not as, who are not as marketing savvy, right? You know, we, you and I are marketers, so we get it. So we're like, yes, I need the data, <laughs> right? Be able to be able to move forward. But a lot of our CEOs out there, coaches or service writers, you're really, really great at what you do. Like you're really great at, you know, helping people to change their lives, change their diets. You have a really great product. You have, you're really great at sales. So you coach sales. And so you have a really, really great skill set. But then when it comes to the marketing, that may not be your zone of genius. So you're not thinking about all the data that you can get when you use these kinds of offers like quizzes and ads and things like that that give you so much more data than you can get organically. Yeah. And a lot of people make their marketing decisions based on their emotions. And, and that's, you know, I see it all the time, like in our in our coaching you know, program, like somebody will say, oh, I did so much this week. I'm like, OK, what did you do? Well, I was on social media and I did so much. OK, how many conversations did you have? I didn't have any conversations, but I did a lot. No, 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 no. You felt like you did a lot because you spent time on Facebook, but 80% of that time you're looking at reels, 
<laughs> you know, you're responding to somebody about, you know, Will and Jada or something like that. I don't know what you were doing, but you weren't doing the things that matter because when you take a look again at the data, right? And I say this all the time, if you spend hours on social media every day and you're not coming away with a new client, a new book call, a new person in your Facebook group, or a new DM conversation, you're doing something wrong. You should have one of those every time you're on social media. At least one of those things should be happening. But we go by our feeling. And I feel really good because five people like my post today. That is not going to cut it. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Those those like those kind of, you know, things that give out that, that dopamine rush of like, ooh, people are actually engaging. But I find honestly, most of my clients are lurkers, right? They're either looking at my stuff, they're not liking or they're not commenting, but they're just looking at what, you know, looking what I have to say and they're self-qualifying. They're figuring out like, am I ready to work with Stacy? Am I not ready to work with her? You know, like what kind of offers does she have? And so it really does give you the ability to get people who are just lurking, who are just consuming your posts and really get them to raise their hand because you're asking them to learn something about themselves, right? Yeah. Like people always want to learn more about themselves. Um, that's why like, I think, you know, these Enneagrams and all that kind of stuff is super popular because people want to know more about themselves. And so I think that this wave of like, you know, with quizzes and things like that, I think it really is just going to continue to grow. Um, mm -hmm. So are there any kind of trends or anything that you see coming into the quiz world that we need to or even with lead magnets in general that you um want to kind of throw out there that we want to pay attention to well yeah well there's one trend that i see and I'm, I'm on the fence about it um because i've seen like there's a couple of new tools out there um and one of them has like this video quiz piece and i honestly don't like it and i'll tell you why <laughs> Here's what I don't like. I get that video is trendy, but video is trendy in snippets and small doses. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what I see with these quiz video platforms is, okay, I answered your question. Now you want to you want me to watch like a minute long video before I get to the next question and the next question. I'm not trying to be in your course. Like that's a micro course. That's not a quiz. Um, and the other thing is you have to remember that people are taking a quiz on the phone. So a lot of times in our quizzes, you'll see it says, you know, answer seven quick questions or, you know, take this quiz. And in five minutes, you'll discover blank because people don't want to feel like, oh, my gosh, I got to watch this. I got to listen to this. And so I have a, I like that's a trend that I'm seeing because people are trying to like, oh, quizzes are great and video is great. Let's put it together. But I, I really like I don't. I think that's a great thing. I think there's a way to use quizzes like in video, like when a trend is at the end of the video, I mean, sorry, at the end of the quiz, have a video that kind of connects the dots because now that people have bought in, they're more willing to listen. But I like that better than this trend of, oh, let's do a quiz in a video. And every time you answer a question, I have to come back and say, okay, great. Now I want to ask you about X, Y, and Z. That's kind of like being on an airplane when they come up with the, you know, the all the hand gestures about hey use this and put your mask on first ain't nobody paying attention <laughs> i'm trying to watch the equalizer right? exactly <laughs> right i'm trying to get my last five text messages exactly in right. <laughs> right exactly i love that's such a great um illustration of how sometimes you know we may want to pair things together that really don't that really are going to kind of like you know hinder our customers because you're right like if i am Taking a quiz, most likely I'm on my phone. Maybe I, you know, clicked on it because I saw it on your Facebook or I saw your ad. I clicked on it on my phone and I'm just trying to take it real quick. Um, and then, you know, or if I'm at the grocery store, or if I'm at the doctor's office or something like that, and I'm taking this quiz, I don't want to have to watch a video before I answer the next question. Um, and attention spans are already short as it is, right? Like somebody can get through your quiz in a few minutes, but then you add a bunch of videos in there that goes that takes that quiz from being five minutes to now ten minutes. 
people don't really have, you know, the attention span to be able to sit through something for 10 minutes. Right. You know, and so I think that it's so important to illustrate that, that you um, kind of took that trend and illustrated how you can combine video, like adding it to the results page. I remember I took a quiz one time and on the results page, either each of the results, she had a different video just talking about, you know, what that individual person might be going through and kind of walking through the outcome. And I thought that that was very effective because then it's like, you know, if I'm taking the quiz on my phone and you're emailing me the results. I can wait till I get on my email, you know, till I get on my computer to actually look at the results, right? Like I don't need to look at it right then, or I can watch the video at some point when I get a chance. So I love that. This has been so, so fantastic. I think everyone who is listening would most likely benefit from having a quiz. And honestly, like I'm excited to have more quizzes within my business because I want to be able to ask my clients things like, you know, have them like when I onboard clients, giving me some background data about them instead of just the normal forms that I have them fill out and making it a little bit more interactive. So I see that there's so, so, so many ways that y'all can use quizzes. So can you tell us a little bit more about how people can connect with you if they want to learn more, how they can work with you, all that kind of good stuff? Well, yeah, well, I am on um, social media on all the platforms at Ty, T-A-I Goodwin. You can find me. I love connecting with people there. Um, I have a Facebook group called The Liberated CEO, where we talk about marketing automation and creating more impact and freedom by using the tools that we've got. Um, and then, you know, we've got at thatmarketingteam.com forward slash quiz. We've actually got a quiz um, that's all about like what marketing automation will speed up your sales. Because I think like that's one of the things that we focus on, right? Is like, what are the, are you, are you, do you have a, a way to um, automatically qualify people? Do you have a way to automatically, you know, onboard people? Like those are, there are different things that you can do. And a lot of times people are letting their sales slip through because they don't have enough automation built into their business. And if you're trying to scale, you know, you hit your first, you had your first taste of six figures and now you're trying to get multiple six figures. You can't continue to do things manually. You need to put in some automation in your business. Yeah, definitely. Love that. And I know that you also have a course called Quiz and Grow Rich. And if you are someone who is interested in building your own quiz, because I know the tie also does done for you. So if you need someone to build your quiz and you don't want like, so for me, I took her masterclass and I took her course and because of me, me, I am the problem. The CEO <laughs> is the problem. My assistant has gotten me everything I needed to create to, to finish this quiz. And it's not, and it's, it's on me why it took so long. <laughs> um, but so if you want the done for you services, Ty does also offer that. But if you do want to go the, the route of her course, it is a fantastic course. I've taken it. There is also some AI kind of stuff built in there that'll help you to get it done faster. But what we've put together is a, is really kind of like what I'm calling the ultimate lead generation bundle. So if you are someone who is like, hey, I know that I want to add a quiz to my lead, you know, use a quiz as my lead magnet to get that data that we talked about to be able to get, you know, more leads onto your list. But then you also understand that you want to leverage Facebook and Instagram ads to drive traffic to that quiz. We have a bundle where you can get both of our courses. So go over to stacyzeal.co slash quiz funnel. And that link is going to be in the in the um, show notes and all the, the description and everything. So stacyzeal.co slash quiz funnel. And that's where you can check out our ultimate lead generation bundle so that you can learn how to create your own quiz and you can start to DIY your own Facebook and Instagram ads. So thank you so much, Ty, for coming on the show. You have given us such, such great information. I can't wait for everyone to hear this. OMG, that episode was packed with gems. Are you ready for more? 
head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast to get the show notes and to sign up to get our top five podcast episodes to help you streamline your marketing so you can make this your million dollar year. Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast.